TLDR Sportscast, your twice-a-week sports bite on your time. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Travis with my co-host Steven. Hey guys. No hey everybody this time? No, I switched it up. Thank you so much for your continued listening of our sportscast. Remember, we would love for you to subscribe, rate, comment, whatever you do to a podcast, we'd love you to do it. We're available on Apple Music, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast nowadays. Also, don't forget about our awesome social medias. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now Snappy Chat. Snappy Chat. Snappy Chat, which again, we don't know how to use. Well, Travis knows how to use it, but I don't know how to use it. And as always, they're at TLDR Sportscast. Lastly, we would love for you to leave us a voicemail, text, whatever. You can do that at 757-726-7174. Again, that's 757-726-7174. And we're definitely going to play it on the show. Yeah. Travis, want to talk about stuff? I guess. I mean, I got nothing better to do tonight. And stuff. And stuff. So, So far on this show... We've talked about the greatness of Michael Jordan, the suckiness of how Chris Davis was in April, which he really sucked. We haven't talked about the most terrible thing in sports. The number one thing that people talk about when it happens, it's always all over the news feed, and it's currently on the news feed right now. Uh, Choking. Nothing is worse than being the favorite to win or having a giant lead and just watching it all float away into the wind as you lose so when you say choking you mean like i ate like a piece of bread or something and then i start coughing and uncontrollably and i no, nearly no, die i, I kind of mean like when you have a 28 to lead the 28 to 3 lead in the super bowl and you lose we're looking at you falcons Ooh, ooh. or when you have a 3-0 lead in the world or in the uh al ds and uh you lose we're looking at you yankees or when you run in the completely opposite direction in uh, the finals. We're looking at you, J.R. Smith. Put on a shirt! <laughs> I mean, obviously it must suck to choke. But tonight we're going to talk about the biggest chokes throughout history. And weigh in on what we think is the worst. So I'll go ahead and get us started on this uh, in most recent news. I mean, I think this is the most recent we've ever done anything. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Barcelona has now choked two years in a row. So in 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 Champions League, they play legs. They play two legs, uh, where they in two both games they add up the combined total score, and whoever has the most points between those two games wins. So you can win the first game and lose the whole, and lose the second game and still win, or vice versa. So Barcelona wins the first leg against Liverpool three nothing. Loses the second leg for nothing, and ultimately loses because they had more points. Where in 2018, they won the first leg 4-1 and lost the second leg 3-0. And that ended up being a 4-4 tie across the two games. But since Roma scored in Barcelona's home, it weighed more heavily. So they lost. So let me ask you, because I'm, I'm, I'm not really following this much, and you kind of brought it to my attention. What what round is this? Is it the semifinals, you said? Yes. Yep. Okay, so, they, yep. so, so it Liverpool wasn't like... Goes the, to the finals. The, 
So it wasn't. It was not the biggest they could be, and it wasn't like they lost in the no, first round or something. No, 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 absolutely not. It wasn't a huge choke, but the fact that they've done it two years in a row in the same round in the same fashion kind of uh-huh. hurts. I mean, yeah, I can understand you, that. You destroy um, in the first leg both game, both years in a row, and then you just you just blow it. Yeah, that's the part that I think we're really focusing on with choking is that. They won their first game heavy-handedly, and then they lost their second game enough to not advance. Exactly. Is that what we're kind of hitting at? Exactly, yeah. I mean, they scored four goals in 2018 in the first leg and, and three in the second. I mean, that's that's a lot in soccer, as we all know. So, yeah. I mean, that stinks. I did some reading, and I read something that said... You can't define choking. I think it was on Bleacher Report. It said you cannot define choking, but you know when you see it. Oh, yeah, that, absolutely. 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 And when it's happening, that moment you're sitting there and you're like, oh, my goodness, this is happening. This is happening. So let me ask you a question. Sure, Do what you, you got? Do you think, so a lot of people, I don't know if you know who um, Neil O'Donnell is. No, I don't. Go ahead and fill me in. What I'm a little so, bit. I was a miffed by this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, one of my coworkers told me about this today. He kind of explained it to me. Um, I don't do well. XXX. That's thirty, right? Yeah, that's yeah, 30. thirty. So Super Bowl thirty, the Steelers uh, played the Cowboys. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Neil O'Donnell threw three interceptions in that game, and they ultimately lost. So a lot of people. Um, think that he was paid off like a lot. It's like a very big thing that like the people just thought he was paid off. People thought he, you know, was um, there was miscommunication or something. But that that was like what actually happened. There was like miscommunication, time management, he threw picks, like forced throws, and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. but he threw three second half interceptions. Um, and two of them were to the same defender. Uh, so if if he was actually paid off, do we count that as choking? Like, if they find un- undeniable proof that someone was paid off, which I know they never will, but, I mean, do you think that's choking? Or do you think that... Um, and we can do an episode on being paid off and, and taking the dive. Um, I don't think it's choking if he was paid off, but in that stage, I don't know if you can... I mean, there's a lot of moral issues. I mean, we go back and talk about the uh, ref that got paid off to in the NBA championships back in the early 2000s. And I mean, it just, it just blows my mind, but as a player, that's tough to do. You know, it's, I mean, you don't, you're going to make more money as a winner than you are ever as a loser. And, and that just doesn't make sense to me. Logically, financially, it doesn't make sense. If you win the Super Bowl as a quarterback, you will make a lot more money in contracts and, and everything than you would ever make as a as a losing quarterback that no one's ever heard of and be able to do nothing with that career. Um, I think that, though, if he actually did get paid off, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's not choking. I think it's it's a whole other rim of possibility that we could talk about on the show, yeah. but I don't think it is choking. I mean, they were so bad, the interceptions they threw, that they said that two of them, they called them gift interceptions. <laughs> I mean, Blake Bortles did that like every weekend. So, I mean, well, yeah. and he, I'm pretty sure no one's playing, paying Blake Bortles to throw picks. No, he just throws those picks. But apparently he was really good all season, so that's why a lot of speculation was around Hey, it happens. That. 
I mean, you get to the big game, you're going to choke. I, I mean, that's just a good-fashioned choke, I think. Okay. I mean, until, obviously until it gets proven, but they're not going to prove it because I think that was like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Okay. Um, I want to go to one. Um, I've got two for you, right? And we're going to look at two sides of the coin. The 1986 Boston Red Sox. Oh, I know you know about this. Buckner. Yep, Buckner. Um, the ball gets hit down. They lose. They All they had to do was win that game, and they would have been World Series championships. Um, and that, now, that honestly could be another episode right there, talking about what if, if they had actually won. Um, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that's that's the one of the greatest choke jobs of all time. That's something you learn in, like, T-ball. Yeah. Put your glove down. Put your glove to the ground. Now, yep. what? Now, how I compare his that choke job to? I could compare that also to the Saints and um, the NFC Championship because that that didn't seal the deal for the Red Sox. They still had another game. Yeah, and and you know what? You can do the exact same thing with the 2003 Cubbies, which was another choke on my list of Steve Bartman. They were four outs away from winning the World Series. They were up. A game. It was the it was the sixth game. They were up three to two. It was they were like I said they were four outs. Bartman gets in there and takes the ball. They don't get that out. Eventually the Marlins go on and win the game. I think it was the Marlins go on and win the game and and eventually they go on and win game seven. But there was like a morale boost. They say and I'm like no. You had every opportunity to win in game seven yeah, of the 2003 so I NLCS. I I don't. I totally think. I think you can't blame Bartman for that loss. You can't. I mean, we can we can look at Buckner and say that, but you've had every opportunity to win Game Seven. If it happened in the Game Seven, okay, that's a choke job. That was his mistake. But I completely yeah, exactly. agree with you. It I was in Game Six. Game, Both of them were in Game Six. I think one game chokes in a series aren't as significant as say like blowing a significant lead, which, which we'll brings get to. me, which uh, brings me to the two thousand four. New York Yankees. Wah, wah, wah. And and I know me and Steven are Red Sox fans, and, and, and I, I have to give the Yankees their due. They were a dynasty in the 90s. And they beat us bad in 2003, and then in 2004, the greatest comeback in the history of sports ever happened. And the Red Sox, by the way, won seven straight at the end of their season to get there. I mean, yeah, I mean to swept. finish out the season. Yeah, they swept the World Series. Yep, they swept the World Series. So, if you don't know, just just giving you a heads up on that. um, So, the Red Sox were um, down 3-0, or 0-3 to the Yankees. And they came back and won the ALCS, winning four straight games. Actually, they won eight straight, I take it back. They won eight straight games at the end of the playoffs to win it, because then they swept the St. Louis Cardinals. I, I think... That, my friend, is the definition of choking. Yep. If you go Which, and lose four straight games to a baseball team that you just beat to submission. Yeah, because in game three, the Yankees beat the Red Sox 19-8. to Yeah, I mean, it I wasn't even close. I, it, it, I don't know if, you know, we're Red Sox fans, but I don't know if you're not a Red Sox fan, any kind of fan. If you your team loses 19-8 in game three, you're, it's demoralizing. It's yeah, you're like, it's over. There's no way. That's how I feel about the Celtics right now currently because they're down 3-1 to the Bucks. And it's demoralizing. Anytime that you lose that bad, that late in the series, you're like, it's 3-0, it's over. There's nothing else that can be done. This series is over. And they came back and they won. They broke the curse. 
and changed history. I have to say, if I had my betting right now, that would be one of the greatest choke jobs of all time by the Yankees. I agree. Well, and, and Actually, you, you know what? I take that back. I don't think it was one of the greatest choke drives by the Yankees. I think it was one of the greatest comebacks in the history of sports. Yeah. It, it, well, because, yeah. It's, it's not as much as choking as comebacks. And there's a fine line, I think, between choking and comebacks. Yeah, I in mean, my opinion. I, I, I mean, let's let's flip the script real quick and look at the the Falcons losing tw- uh, their twenty eight three game. Everybody knows about the twenty eight three game. If you don't know, let's look it up. You could type Falcons twenty eight to three, and it will pop up on Google. I'm not going to give you history about stuff you probably already know. That game right there, you have to ask. Okay, did the Patriots come back or did the Falcons choke? I think personally, the Patriots came back more than the Falcons choked. But the problem with it was was that the Patriots defense adjusted and the Falcons offense didn't change yeah they kept trying well, to do the same thing same thing same thing when Matt Patricia had figured it out yep and the Falcons hadn't been there and that that's that's the other thing does this team have experience where I don't yeah that's, that, that, that was huge I mean the Patriots played played amazing football in the second late in that game and you're like no way and that like I said you don't know it's happening till it's happening I mean, we were watching that game, 28-3. I think I, I we might all went home. We went home, and I was like, okay, whatever. And I'm sitting at home and like... Oh I mean, we goodness. ended our Super Bowl party at the church. We did. Remember? We, we did. Ended we ended it, it Everyone early. Went Everyone went home. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, oh, my. And I went home, and I remember, I think everyone was texting you, and we're like, dude, are you watching this? Are you went, watching this? I went to my, my dad's house, and I was like, I walked in the door, and the first thing I said was, the Patriots are going to come back on this game. I mean, it was ridiculous, and... And, it was so mad, <laughs> and it's a it's a beautiful thing when you watch it, um, watch it come back. It's a most demoralizing thing while watching a choke job, and I can yeah. say that because I've watched choke jobs. I've watched my teams have choke jobs so many times. I'm sitting there watching them, and I'm like, "We're gonna lose this game." And I think back to the um, AFC Championship two years ago with the Jacksonville Jaguars losing to those same Patriots, Tom Brady and those Patriots, and I'm th- sitting there and I'm like. Hey, there's a chance we could go to Super Bowl. We were winning going into the fourth quarter against the Patriots of New England. One of the greatest teams to ever play football. And you know what? We choked. Yep. And I saw it happening. I remember that. And it was just so demoralizing as a fan. Um, another time that I was super demoralized as a fan was in 2011. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this one at all. I think you may as a Red Sox fan. So my NL team is the Atlanta Braves, all right? So I like the Red Sox and the Braves. I'm more of a Red Sox fan than I am a Braves. Um, going into the last into September, the Braves had the second best in the NL, and the Red Sox had a nine-game lead on the wild card. They go into September, and the Red Sox go 7-20, and and the Braves go 8-18, and and they both lose their playoff spots on the very last day, in the very last game. That was the most demoralizing, like, week. I remember, and I was like, well, dang, man, I was planning to watch a lot of baseball. I guess I'm not doing anything now. And I remember that night, and I was like, and I know it's, it's hard to be that way, but, I mean, I get depressed when I watch sports sometimes because you're like, man, my team just lost. And it kind of, like, shoots your entire weekend sometimes. I, I don't know. I, I, I sometimes take sports way too serious. But being a fan of choking teams sucks. Yep. And then that World Series, I think, was really weird because it was, like, the Cardinals and the Rangers or something. It was something ridiculous like that. Yeah, weird. Weird World Series. Um, so let's flip the script, though. Let's look at somebody who 
has always had the success. We already talked about them. Let's talk about somebody who always had the success and in the greatest game of their lives, choked. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about here. Yep. We talked about Blackfield Burris. <laughs> the 2007 Patriots. Mm. Which, I mean, that's like a match made in heaven. You got Randy Moss, Tom Brady. I mean, they couldn't lose. They, couldn't they really lose couldn't lose until they and played the Giants. Until they lost. Yeah. They had, they, I mean, there was no one that thought they were going to lose. I think maybe people in New York and New Jersey, like, oh, yeah, we believe in our team. But everyone's out there. Well, come on, it's Eli Manning. Come on, they ain't going to beat them. They're going to get their 19 and 0. Everything's going to be hunky dory and all everything's going to be great again. And. It's crazy to watch that game because they come down to the final catches and, I mean, they choked. I mean, that's there's nothing more to say about it other than the Patriots choked. They had every opportunity. And you can't – and that you said it yourself. Um, it can't come down to the last play of the game. You need to put a big enough lead that it doesn't need to come down to the last play of the game. If you're depending on that last game, last play, you're not doing it right. Yep. Yep, and then and then this also begs the question: What's the difference between a choke job and just a an upset? You know? Yeah, I mean this is I a mean, tight game. It was seventeen fourteen. Yeah, you're you're spot on. Um, what's the difference between a choke job and and a and a um, upset? I mean, I mean, I think if like the Giants came out there and won like forty two to three, that would have been a choke, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, there's a this lot of ways that we can, it, yeah, we can, yeah, we can, there's a lot we can look at chokes back and forth and back and forth. You yeah. can look at chokes so many different ways. You can look at, okay, over a long spirit period of time, kind of like the Braves and the Red Sox that they did, they choked in the month of September. You can look at, um, choking in one instant in a game, like the Buckner call. You can look at it as losing a series like the Yankees. You can lo- look at it as losing a half Kind of like um, the Falcons, you know? Every, I mean, you can look at it in so many different ways of choking. I think if we really had to break down what choking is, is the idea that you are going in as the winner and the guaranteed, almost guaranteed winner, 99% chance of winning and losing. I think yeah. that's how we have to look at that. Which, which we can go ahead and talk about that because someone did that. You got UVA and UMBC. Last oh, yeah. year, they had probably they were probably favored, you know, hundred to one. Or oh more, no, they know? were probably probably a thousand to one, yeah, if not and, more, because and you, they lost. A sixteen had never beaten a one to that ever. point, and I think that that might be a choke more than an upset. That I mean, was a missing choke. one of their better players, but still, man, that's you not gotta, a good enough excuse. You don't lose to a sixteen. Yeah, no. If no one else has, don't be the first, and they were. I mean, at least they redeemed themselves. Which I have to say is one of the greatest turnaround stories in all time. Oh, absolutely. 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 And Duke choked. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Duke choked. Um, so I'm going to go really quick through these last couple. Um, the Houston Oilers, I don't know if you ever knew about them, but in 1992 during the AFC wildcard against the Buffalo Bills, they 35-3 at halftime, and came, and the Buffalo Bills came back and beat them 41-38. Um I don't, I don't know if you remember, but the Auburn runback or the kick six in 2013 that, that against Alabama. 
That was just amazing. I don't know if that was a choke job as much as it was just gorgeous to watch. Um, the 2015 Seahawks, the, who forgot to run from the one-yard line. Instead, they tried to throw it and got it picked at the, in the Super Bowl. Um, and recently, the 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning, they went 62-16-4, and and but they went out on the first round. One of the, one of the greatest regular seasons of all time, and they got beat in the first round. Uh, and then you got Golden State, who blew a 3-1 lead, um, which they were memed just as much until the Falcons started getting memed 28-3. Um, Golden State blew a 3-1 lead to a much, much easier, much weaker um, Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron, LeBron James. Yeah. Um, and we could talk about choking. If there was a person that could choke, no one chokes more than LeBron James. So <laughs> don't choke to the choke master. Yep. The most but that brings us to MVP the number time. one choke that I I that was recent and I loved it and I remember watching it and I'm like that doesn't even make logical sense. Do you want to go ahead and do this one, Stephen? Yeah, I be, if I'm remembering correctly and correct me if I'm wrong, I recall J.R. Smith getting the rebound and ran the wrong way. Yeah, Is that, that spot on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's spot on. Instead and of LeBron... pulling out to the three point line, which we all thought he was doing, and then he goes almost to half court, and LeBron's like, "What are you doing?" That was the moment that LeBron decided to pack his <laughs> bags. <been> the Lakers. <laughs> He's like, "I can't do this. I can't do this. I I'm can't do this. West. I'm going west." And he gets to LA and's like, "I've made a terrible mistake." And now he's like kindergarten cop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there anything more I can say about J.R. Smith? kind of have a bonus one that I just thought about to what you go, got? Back, go with our kind of choke versus great comeback argument. Um, uh, would you say the Miracle at the Meadowlands 2 is a choke, or was that just great football by Michael Vick? That was great football. Okay. I mean, we're not going to go into it because if you're a football fan, I mean, you know. You know, you yeah. Know the Miracle and if you're a sports fan, you know a lot of these. I mean, we're not telling you new information. There's some of them that you may have never heard of, but some up, most up, 95% of them you've already heard of, or you can look them up. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel for you. Um, so, Steven, you got anything to add tonight? No. No, I think we're good. I think Other we, than uh, J.R. Smith as a bonehead? Other than J.R. Smith being a bonehead and uh, Michael Vick being awesome because I just watch, I'm watching it right now and it's just. Two Amazing. ends of the spectrum right there. J.R. Smith and Mike Vick. Yeah. Wow. That is a very <laughs> wide gap. He literally gap. put the team on his back. Well, and Deshaun so Jackson Steven, did too. So, Stephen, what did we learn tonight? We learned that there is a lot of spectrum between choking and blowing it and just having a great comeback. And there's just a lot. There's a wide variety of ways to lose games. And yet... My teams always figure out how to do it. Yep. And on that very depressing note, we're TLDR Sportscast. I'm Travis. I'm Steven. And we will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. See you guys. Don't choke. It's like, it's like the excitement of like soccer, but with fighting.